This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. The founder of the Guardian Angels. The group dedicated to fight crime. On the streets of New York and on the air right now. Curtis Lewa on 77 WABC. When you're a jet, you're a jet. All your first cigarette to your last dying day. Yo, look, look, where do we get this guy, Mike Slater, huh? Where do we find this guy? He's talking about evolution is the result of people having depression. Charles Darwin. Look, I, I, I promise I will pay for this Mike Slater guy to go to the Connecticut School of Broadcasting to become primetime. Hey, O'Reilly, next time you go on a vacation, I'll do your 15 minutes. Please. What an insult to the number one news talk station in the nation. Where the hell do we find these people, Lou? Anyway, let's get back on track, ladies and gentlemen, because from uh, Charles Darwin Evolution and Mike Slater's rationalization is that's why people are depressed. Oh, what a gabon. But anyway, um, this is a wipeout day for me because we're wiping out Mike Slater. And by the way, there are four. There are four, probably more, that I want to wipe out. Let's start first with uh, Papa Chulo, President Joe Biden in Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania, yesterday, where he said he's for funding the police. He was never for defunding the police, but he never mentioned refunding the police because here in New York City, as we are enveloped in a crime crisis, it was Comrade Bill de Blasio, the part-time mayor, the dope from Park Slope, and the feckless and weak city council that took a billion dollars out of the NYPD budget, and they never put it back. And obviously, Eric Adams, the swagger man with no plan, hasn't put a nickel, dime, or penny to refunding the police nor to hiring any new police. But let's start with what he said yesterday, Joe Biden. Joe Biden issued a message for brave-speaking right-wing Americans saying that they need something a little more than a gun to fight against the United States, giving the example of an F-15 fighter jet as something to use instead. Does that mean Lieutenant Colonel uh, Greg Kelly should be in that F-15 fighter plane? What a crazy statement to make as the President of the United States. Hey, it's time for you to go. Out with the old, in with the new. Then, Donald Trump, what does he do? He demands an immediate redo of the 2020 election. Are you out of your mind? Yes, you are. And then Lindsey Graham pimps off of that and warns there will be riots if Trump is indicted. Man, out with the old, in with the new. And then, of course, our own governor, crime wave, Kathy Holcomb, grandma herself, decided to tell five and a half million uh, enrolled voters with the GOP like myself to pack our bags and get the hell out of here. The fate of democracy in this country. That's what we're fighting for, my friends. We are fighting for democracy. We're fighting to bring government back to the people and out of the hands of dictators. And we're here to say that the era of Trump 
and Zeldin and Molinaro just jump on a bus and head down to Florida where you belong, okay? Get out of town. Get out of town. Because you, re- you don't represent our values. Yeah, yeah, and get out of town. This is like Jets and Sharks. This is like Bloods and Crips. So we got Kathy Crimewave Holcomb on one side with Papa Chulo, uh, President Joe Biden, saying, Andale, andale, andale to the invasion that's taking place south of our border with Mexico. And then we have Donald Trump demanding an immediate redo of the 2020 election and Lindsey Graham warning of riots if Trump is indicted. All four out, 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 out with the old, in with the new. This is nuts. Meantime, on a more solemn note, uh, I see that Jared Kushner, the son-in-law of Donald Trump, has had his second uh, thyroid uh, cancer surgery. A full recovery is expected. Uh, We obviously offer him our well wishes. And we point to our own colleague here at WABC who hosts Sinatra on the weekends. That's right, Joe Piscopo. A lot of people don't realize when they listen to Joe here, 6 to 8, on Sunday nights, uh, sponsored by Ramsey Moss, a great, great Frank Sinatra show for two hours. That in the 1990s, Lou, at the height of his popularity and fame on Saturday Night Live with his partner, Eddie Murphy, he was diagnosed with thyroid cancer. Now, think of that. It's 30 years ago. Modern medicine had not yet gotten to the point that Jared Kushner will benefit from with his second operation for thyroid cancer. Joe Piscopo had an epiphany, an incredible change in his entire life, what he ate, exercised, what he did, and he survived thyroid cancer against all odds. Perfect example of somebody who just decided to dig in and say, hey, I'm not taking a dirt bath. I'm going to do everything possible to avoid the Grim Reaper. And hopefully, uh, possibly, Jerry Kushner will find the time in his recovery to talk with Joe Piscopo. Because back in the 1990s, thyroid cancer is pretty much like lung cancer, pancreatic cancer, a killer. But uh, let's go to, uh, <laughs> hey, Lou, I, I, I need my song. I'm sorry I didn't give it this to you, Maestro. I need my America song. Uh, I need my America. So forget Jets and Sharks. I need my America song here because I want to give you the breakouts as the invasion continues across the Texas border every day from Mexico. We have, uh, in fact, a breakout uh, where all and most of these illegals are coming from. Mexico has the bulk 683,000. Guatemala, 200,000. El Salvador, 84,000. Honduras, 182,000. Cuba, 175,000. That means they have to make uh, the trip to Mexico City by flight. And then they go north to the border of Mexico with Texas. Venezuela, 128,000. And Colombia, 97,000. And who continues to be at the Port Authority to meet and greet these illegals as they come in? Of course, it's uh, Cardinal Dolan of the Archdiocese and New York Catholic Charities who are saying, we love you, we welcome you, come one, come all. We know that most of you are Roman Catholics. Uh, We hope you will attend our Masses on Sunday because our pews are generally empty for the English-speaking Masses. And, you know, when you come to the Spanish-speaking Masses, please, whatever pesos you have, 
put in the wicker basket. We don't have money to support you. We'll just end up getting federal dollars uh, in order to do that. By the way, uh, the New York uh, City Social Services Chief Gary Jenkins, who was appointed as such by Eric Adams, the swagger man with no plan. By the way, remember, uh, he was appointed because he himself at one time had been homeless and lived in a shelter. Remember what had happened originally at the height of the invasion and then the illegal aliens being put on the Greyhound and pounding the hound to the Port Authority. Remember? He went partying on a yacht that very night with his chief of staff, a female taking coochie-coochie photos, I might add, with other members of the Adams administration as they were doing not a circle line cruise around the island of Manhattan, but a yacht cruise around the island of Manhattan. I wonder whose yacht that was. Anyway, what's happened is is that this uh, social service chief missing in action is now actually on vacation in, of all places, Lou, Mexico. That's right. Now, they won't tell us where in Mexico until September 6th, but he is on a two-week vacation to Mexico. And Adams, who has defended Jenkins' response to the influx of the illegals, declined to comment on this. Why not? You're the one who appointed this deadbeat, this slacker, this Nordwell, this guy who's on vacation in the middle of a crisis, who went on a yacht extravaganza tour around the island of Manhattan with half of your staff in City Hall while the illegals were pouring in? Oh, my gosh. Uh, agency employees, including the commissioner, are entitled to time off. So is the official words from the spokesperson of uh, City Hall. By the way, I wonder if while he's in Mexico, he's going to be leading with le- meeting with the uh, president of Mexico in Mexico City. Because the president of Mexico City, who actually disbanded the federales, the federal police, and created the National Guard that's been taken over and corrupted by the narco-terrorists, the uh, presidente of Mexico in Mexico City has said, no mas, no mas. He has vowed hugs, not bullets. Hugs, not drugs. But the carnage continues. Hey, so maybe... uh, the New York City Social Services Chief Goldbricking in Mexico, uh, probably a taxpayer's expense, Gary Jenkins, can learn a lot about hugging the thugs and giving out hugs and not having people take drugs. What? What a Goldbrick. And by the way, uh, who is in town? Uh, Kathy Crime Wave Holcomb. Yes, Kathy Crime Wave Holcomb is in town. We're going to speak to that momentarily because she is intent on making Times Square the gateway to the world gun-free. Gun-free for legal, concealed, carrying, permitted New York State residents and others. But not gun-free for the thugs uh, and the thuggets. We'll get to that momentarily. While she was here to announce this uh, crime initiative with Eric Adams, the swagger man with no plan for Times Square. Uh, She is actually meeting with her two Medici's, her two benefactors. One guy is named Ross. Ross owns the Miami Dolphins. He owns Equinox. He owns SoulCycle. He owns a lot of stuff. He's a billionaire. He also owns the Hudson Yards, which is uh, in complete decline. It's empty. You can roll the sagebrush through. Nordstrom's was to have been the anchor store. They opened for a year, and now they're closed. They're gone. Other than CNN as its main tenant, there's nobody in Hudson Yards. 
right in the shadow of the uh, Jacob Javits Convention Center. Last stop on the number seven train. It costs billions uh, to just build one station more on the seven train to link to the Hudson Yards. But guess what? There's nobody going there. So I guess uh, for the Hudson Yards, we'll have to turn it into storage bins, mausoleums, maybe a little housing for all these illegals. And somehow Ross will end up making his money. You would think, okay, I'm losing money. You know, it's my venture. You know, over under point spread, I lose. No, they never lose. So he'll he'll keep in, investing money in Kathy Crime Wave Hochul's campaign because he wants Madison Square Garden to be moved to the Hudson Yards. And if a casino is allowed to exist within Manhattan, he wants it over there. Let's see how much uh, money he gives Kathy Crime Wave Hochul campaign, how much he bundles and how much uh, she ends up with in order to give him a green light. Meantime, she's meeting with her other Medici, her other benefactor, a guy named Roth who owns Vernado. And she's giving him a sweetheart deal. She wants to knock down all of the Penn Station area. You saw demonstrations against that uh, last night on television. And she wants to construct 10 towers, 10 office towers. Now, already... Already you have all these empty office towers, Hudson Yards, throughout Midtown Manhattan, Times Square. Only 38% of the workforce is actually coming into these empty catacombs to do their day's work. A lot of the other work is done at home. And she thinks that you're going to build 10 brand new office towers and you're going to find businesses that want to invest and lease space and rent space and find white-collar workers who are going to come in and work in the city of New York? Yeah, sure. Hey, Roth is making out like a bandit as he invests by giving donations to Kathy Crimeway. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point-of-sale system you can trust, or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory... Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. New York's talk station with the king of New York. Curtis Lewa, 77 WABC. Amazing. Imagine if you've uh, been suckered into coming into Times Square as tourists because you've heard of all the horror stories of all the crime in the gateway to the world, Times Square. But you finally decide, okay, we're going to come for a week's worth of vacation. We're going to spend time in a hotel that we have to share with some homeless people, with some illegal aliens. It's okay. We'll put up with all of that. We'll walk around, obviously, get a contact high from all the marijuana being smoked because now, new study out, more Americans smoke marijuana than smoke cigarettes. <laughs> so there's a, a purple plume over Times Square. We see weed wagons. We see guys hustling uh, CDs, wannabe rap artists. Uh, we see, uh, oh, well, let me see. Oh, that's right. We see the naked cowboy. We see Elmo cartoon characters. Okay, we're in Times Square. And now, Lou, 
they see signs that say gun-free zone Times Square, courtesy of the city of New York. By the way, uh, they're so politically correct in this city. How come they haven't done it in 38 different languages like everything else? When you go to vote, they have everything written in 38 different languages. When they send you any kind of documentation from the city of New York, it's in 38 different languages. They love to kill trees uh, and print out stuff that nobody's ever going to read. But, oh, boy, it's English only. The signs are up. Gun-free zone, Times Square. Now, if you're a tourist, you think you're coming back to Times Square? You got to share hotel space with homeless people that have been put up there by homeless services, the city of New York. You got to share now hotel space with illegals who have their their Papa Chulo, Joe Biden swag bags, including their Obama cell phones. You got to pay a premium rate, whereas obviously we pay for the homeless and we pay for the illegals. And you're walking around Times Square and you're scratching your head. You're getting shook down by Elmo and all the cartoon characters. You're getting hustled everywhere you go. You're getting a contact high from the weed wagons and guys selling nickel and dime bags and more people vaping um, marijuana now than smoking cigarettes. Lou, do you think they're going to come back to Times Square? Hell no! But leave it to our elected leaders, the Democrats, who have destroyed this state and city single-handedly. Today, they teamed up together. Like Mickey Mouse and Minnie Mouse, there was Eric Adams. Remember, he is the house mouse. You like that, Lou? Mickey Mouse, Minnie Mouse, because he's the house mouse. He was the house mouse in the precincts of the NYPD for the 22 years he served as a cop. He was a house mouse. So he's Mickey Mouse. And then, of course, there was Minnie Mouse, Kathy Crime Wave Holcomb. And they had a press conference in which they insisted that Times Square would be gun-free and would be crime-free. And all Kathy Crime Wave Holcomb, the governor, was uh, reiterating is that in response to the United States Supreme Court decision to strike down part of the New York's uh, restrictive gun laws, allowing for greater access to gun permits for concealed carry permits, She wanted to reiterate with a public service campaign that has started as of tonight that these new laws that the state has invoked include rigorous steps to obtain a concealed carry permit, including a social media check, classroom training, and life-firing exercises. I wonder if that's in Rodman's neck. Uh, You know, they're just closing the lobster box at the end of City Island. You know, the only one left is the lobster house. Uh, That's another sign of the decay of New York City. Escape from New York to Kurt Russell movie. And you hear the cops firing at the firing range in Rodman's neck because that's the only place they're allowed to shoot their guns is at Rodman's neck. How dare they shoot their guns at criminals who are shooting their guns at them like happened last night in the South Bronx. But anyway, I digress. There's also sensitive areas where guns are banned for ordinary citizens. That's like me and you, taxpayers, you know, potential victims. They include schools, hospitals, subways. People getting mugged on the subways all the time. 80% crime increase. But if you are legally permitted to have a concealed permit, you can't carry it on a subway. But how are they going to know? There's no no stop and frisk anymore. So how are they ever going to know? You can't bring it to a church even though Eric Adams uh, said when he was the Brooklyn Borough president, he always packed his gun as a retired police officer when he went to church. Do as I say, but not as I do. And, of course, Times Square. 
And the state is paying for this public awareness campaign alerting New Yorkers of the new laws. Like, uh, are you alerting the uh, criminals? Are you alerting the criminals? Because it's really the criminals that have caused this chaos, not the law-abiding citizens. So the first thing they did yesterday in preparation for this is the city council met to try to determine, Lou, the boundary of the gateway to the World Times Square. And they sat there for hours. And I told them, Times Square is where Elmo meets the naked cowboy, right? You stonards. It's always been and it always will be. 8th Avenue to 6th Avenue, west to east, west 40th Street to west 53rd Street, north to south. As we see when the ball drops from one Times Square, the beginning of the year, right? Dick Clark, American Bandstand. Well, Dick is no longer there, which... uh, uh, now there are a number of uh, those who welcome in the new year to us. But the point being is everybody knows where Times Square is. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And, oh, I guess now that they have signs in Times Square, only in English, but you need 38 separate languages like everything else in New York City. I guess, Lou, that's why there are so many shootings in the rest of New York City. They forgot to tell people no guns allowed. They need to put these signs in every borough, in every neighborhood, in every community in New York City. You see, because if people see the signs, they won't pull out their guns they won't shoot at one another. Those Oh, this, this is a uh, uh, no-guns-allowed zone. How dumb is this? How s- totally stupid is this? But I have an addendum to add to this. You know, now that we've been told that Alec Baldwin is returning to Broadway, yes, he will not finish the shooting of the film Rust, in which he continues to mumble to whomever will listen, I didn't shoot that gun. I didn't shoot that gun. I didn't pull the trigger. I didn't shoot that gun. Now there will be big billboards in Times Square promoting the fact that Alec Baldwin will be starring in the play Art on the Great White Way Broadway. Here is the guy who is synonymous to pulling a trigger and shooting people on the set of the movie Rust. And yet he'll be plastered all over Times Square, probably underneath it in addendum. I didn't shoot. I didn't pull the trigger. I didn't shoot that gun. I didn't pull the trigger. I didn't do it. Madonna, my. And this just keeps getting worse and worse and worse. And look, we're always blaming DAs, and I'm the first to blame DAs. But here's a perfect example. It's not just Alvin Bragg, turn him loose, Alvin Bragg, or Darcell, open up the jail cells in the Bronx, uh, Clark, who never locks anybody up. Or even Eric Gonzalez, the DA in Kings County, Brooklyn, who, if you're caught with a loaded 9 millimeter, I will say it again and again. And even if you have uh, uh, other ammunition to reload and to continue to fire that 9 millimeter, first time arrest in Kings County, Brooklyn, and you are remanded to uh, not jail. Uh, you are remanded to having meetings once a week. 
That's right. You meet with a counselor, and the counselor says, now, Rahim, Radio Rahim, you're going to promise uh, that you're not going to have uh, a gun on you any longer. Right? You're going to promise, Radio Rahim. Absolutely. Cross my heart, hope to die. Okay. You attend four meetings. We give you pizza and Coca-Cola here in Red Hook. Uh, we will then seal your records. Nobody will ever know that you got busted with a 9 millimeter. And after four weeks of going, you say, suckers, you go back to your homies and you say, this is incredible. I got caught, 9 millimeter, loaded, ready to go, right, right in my fanny pack, right around uh, my neck. I- how many times do you see homeboys now with fanny packs, right? Fanny packs go around around your waist, right? That's where they always went in the time of the P-Dope boys in the 80s, the time of crack. They would have the crack in there, and they'd have the money, and everybody would line up to buy the crack up in Hunts Point on Bryan and Seneca, and they'd have their muscle heads around them to make sure nobody robbed them. Now, I must tell you that we, the Guardian Angels, robbed them. We were Robin Hood. We took all their money. We destroyed the drugs, and then we brought it over to soup kitchens throughout the five boroughs of the city of New York. That's right. We, yeah, did it then because it was total lawlessness and anarchy as we are approaching now. So you say to yourself, okay, uh, DAs are cutting uh, thugs loose all the time. And so are judges. Another perfect example, and almost in every case, if it is a sitting uh, city uh, court, criminal court judge... It was an appointment of Comrade Bill de Blasio, the part-time mayor, the dope from Park Slope. Look at this. Here's a Massachusetts thug who was arrested with a loaded gun while riding in a stolen car, was cut loose by the Manhattan judge despite prosecutors requesting bail due to the suspect's extensive out-of-state ties. Hey, so Alvin Bragg actually stepped up and did the right thing. The criminal court judge, Judge John Wang. Let the 18-year-old out. Joaquin Gillard He's now out on supervised release. Again, nobody has ever sufficiently explained to me what supervised release is. It's bogus. It's non-existent. There's no such thing as supervised release. At his arraignment Monday on felony charges, including second-degree criminal possession of a weapon. Gillard, this thug, was a passenger in the back of the stolen 2014 Toyota Camry driven by his cousin, which the pair planned to take from Massachusetts to South Carolina when they were busted Sunday at West 101st Street and Columbus Avenue while scoring drugs. A black semi-automatic pistol was found under the backseat floorboard, and Thug Gillard later admitted the weapon was his, not his cousin's. Now, you would say to yourself, if to turn him loose T.A. Alvin Bragg asked for $20,000 of bail, citing the nature of the crime and the fact that he's a flight risk because he's from Massachusetts, you would say to yourself, boy, this must be pretty serious. Alvin Bragg and his ADAs in Manhattan never do this. Well, leave it to the criminal court judge appointed by Comrade Bill de Blasio in Manhattan, Judge John Wang, like so many other judges in the five boroughs who are cutting him loose all the time. What about the cousin who actually stole the Toyota Camry, the 2014 Toyota? He was cut loose, too. He was cut loose, too. And this continues to be the problem in New York City and New York State. It's not just DAs. It's turn them loose judges. And the fact that Kathy Crime Wave Holcomb will not stand up to them and that Eric Adams, the swagger man, will not name them and shame them individually. 
Also, uh, uh, by the way, Lou, if you happen to be a tourist and you're trying to get some money from an ATM in Times Square while you're out there trying to enjoy what little is left of Manhattan in New York City that hasn't been uh, taken over by criminals, drug dealers, and thugs, uh, if you try to go into any of the banks at nightfall, guess what? They're all locked in order to bar the homeless and the emotionally disturbed from copping a squat there and squatting within those uh, areas of the banks that are open at night in order to serve their customers by providing ATM machines. So you better find a bodega. You better find a deli. You better find a place in which you can take out $100 because forget about the banks. Mission ATM is impossible at night in so many places, in so many banks. And you got to say to yourself, the few tourists who are here in the city, what are they saying to themselves? They're looking at signs that say this is a gun-free zone, Times Square, trying to get money out of an ATM in a Fortune 500 company bank, any number of them, the doors are locked, and all of a sudden, they're inhaling secondary smoke. Not of cigarettes. That used to be the thing because obviously you couldn't uh, smoke in your place of business where you worked and you couldn't smoke in your office business that used to be full before the lockdown uh, and the uh, pandemic of March of 2020. But now if you smoke cigarettes, cigars, tipperillos, you have to go outside. Well, guess what? It's not just Times Square any longer. New survey. More Americans smoke marijuana than cigarettes. Got that? More Americans, even in the heart of Leave it to Beaver Land, Father Knows Best, Little House in the Prairie, in Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania, where President Joe Biden was yesterday saying, I was always into funding the police, not defunding the police. Yeah, but guess what? Guess what, Joe? You never said refund the police. You never said refund the police. But anyway, in Wilkes-Barre, apparently, you know, they got the casino there. Can't smoke in the casino. So you go outside, more people are vaping marijuana than smoking cigarettes. And this is the state that we are in, the Michigash <laughs> of New York City. And I got to tell you, to add insult to injury, what is the New York Civil Liberties Union doing? They're claiming that the NYPD is more likely to arrest and search black New York City motorists than Hispanics, whites, Asians, and others. Uh So apparently, if we look at the stats, they claim that about 3% are Latinos, 1% of whites, uh, Asians, and naturally Pacific Islanders. I don't know who the Pacific Islanders are. Were stopped uh, and then eventually arrested. 4% of black motorists stopped, ended up being arrested by um, the uh, Police Department Traffic Control Division, which has to step up more stops if we're going to get the guns out of the cars, out of the uh, out of the glove compartments, out from underneath the seats that are being used in drive-by shootings and all kinds of craziness plaguing our city. So apparently the uh, New York Civil Liberties Union has said to the NYPD, you need parity. You have to have quotas. Now, they're not using that language, but essentially you must do stops and searches based on the percentile of the population based on how many whites live in New York City, blacks, Hispanics, uh, and Asians. And so let's uh, say all of a sudden you're stopping a black motorist and you've already busted a number of black motorists 
and it's beyond the quota. It's beyond uh, going beyond parity. Doesn't matter. The guy could have paper plates, no license, no registration, dark uh, tinted windows, all of those violations, all of them might actually lead to you towing away the car to the pound. Uh, can I check for a prior Sarge on this guy? Definitely. He looks no good. No, no, sorry. Uh, we have a quota imposed. Uh, if we arrest one more black guy or black cow as a motorist, we'll be busting the parody. Can't do it. So now you know why the handcuffs are on the uh, the cops morning, noon, and night. Uh, did Eric Adams, the swagger man with no pan- plan, comment about this? Of course not. Uh, did Kathy Crime Wave Holcomb uh, comment about this at their joint press conference today? Uh, Mickey Mouse, because Eric Adams was a house mouse as a cop and Minnie Mouse. Of course not. But up next, what do you think City Hall is consumed with? Preparing for Eric Adams' birthday party tomorrow night, September 1st, when he'll be 62 years old. He knows New York. He is New York. Cred that the others don't have. Curtis Lewa. Talk Radio 77 WABC. It's all in the hips. <laughs> it's all in the Work with me. It's all in the hips. Yeah. It's all in the hips. 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 Get off of me. It's all in the hips. Hey, just easing the tension, baby. It's all in the hips. I am completely open. You know, I'm a nightlife man, and I like to test the product. Yeah, well, Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan. Shakira will not be uh, crooning you the way Marilyn Monroe did JFK at Madison Square Garden, the old one, for his birthday, 50th and eight years and years ago. But apparently, Lou, planning the mayor's birthday party tomorrow night, Thursday night, September 1st, has consumed all of City Hall. Not all the crises we're in. But apparently the main subject of conversation by the deputy mayors is how we topped this past weekend in the Hamptons where the mayor was seen wearing, and it was in the New York Post, a tropical-inspired jacket decorated with vibrant pink, pink, and yellow flower spaced between green palm trees while he was wearing powder blue linen pants. <laughs> I have it on good authority that they are now working on a Joseph and the amazing Technicolor dream coat that the mayor will come out in, courtesy of Andrew Lloyd Webber. Well, apparently uh, it will not be at his favorite private club, Club Zero Bond. Apparently the Manhattan clubs are now fighting over Eric Adams to host his 61st birthday party like he's a Victoria's Secret model. And let's face it, he is. And apparently there is another club uh, that may well be the uh, location. The Ned Nomad. Private club in Manhattan. Now, the only people so far that we can see on the list are those that anointed last week uh, Eric Adams as the hip-hop mayor. 
Don't disconnect this moment. First time in New York City history, we have a hip hop mayor. <laughs> Dyslexic, arrested, rejected, now I'm elected. don't know what they did. Yeah, you didn't know what you did, did you? You got suckered. You got bamboozled. Well, look, you voted for him. You got to live with him. He's the nightlife mayor. And in fact, joining him will be French Montana, Travis Scott. And no doubt they'll be doing Puff Puff Pass. Um, I think to yourself, when Ed Koch was mayor, could you imagine if he was spending time at the tunnel, the disco, or the, the slime light? or David Dinkins at the Palladium, or Giuliani or Bloomberg at Lot 61 or Bungalow 8, there would have been all hell to be able to pay to explain that. Now, if everything was going well, which it's not, I don't think people would mind. But I thought this is the Brooklyn mayor, right? He's the Biden of Brooklyn. Isn't that what he said, Lou? I'm the Biden of Brooklyn. What happened to Brooklyn? Yo, Eric, City Hall, what happened to the Sugar Shack in Bushwick at 62 Stanhope Street? The brothers and sisters, they miss you there. I guess uh, the McWhitey-Whiteys don't go to the Sugar Shack in Bushwick, that's for sure. Or not far away, Lou, there's the Krabby Shack. The Krabby Shack or the Sugar Shack. Krabby Shack's on 613 Franklin Avenue. Yo, your homies and homegirls, they want you to come back to Crooklyn, Eric Adams. Not up next, Greg Kelly.